I don't know if it's at Donnelly's, I don't know if it's at uh, Depew or Zimmer Biomed or uh, Paragon, because we have some that couldn't be here because of all the work that's going on. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> Keeping things going. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, we're, we're blessed and we're fortunate to have those areas and, and things. But keep everybody in prayer. Some are traveling today, so keep them in prayer as they travel. Some are sick. Um, uh, they had, uh, Javi took our granddaughter as she was here just for a minute to get things checked out. So pray for her. Pray for those that are, could be here. I see my mom's not here. She's been battling some things and areas. It's good to have Sister Pat and bro Brother German here with us this morning. I know they couldn't be with us last week. We're glad that, that they're here this morning and others. I'm looking around and seeing it's good to have you. Um, I know certain, uh, Sister Barbara, I don't think, could be able to be with us for a while. And we thank God that she's back with us. But we're glad for everybody. If you would, stand for the reading of God's Word because we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. I usually try to prepare as much as I can for Brother Nathan to get ready. But God gave me something this morning. Uh, early in the morning, he said, this is where I want you to go today. Uh, the title is Kingdom Power. How many knows that God's given us the power to overcome? Yes, Let me hear amen. amen. God's given us the power to overcome. And sometimes uh, the battle is in our minds, especially in America. And how many knows that God's given us his word? God gave us his spirit. God gave us the wherewith that we can be overcomers. But let's lay down some groundwork that we can talk about kingdom power. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Aren't you glad for Jesus? I'm thankful that Jesus stood the test. I'm thankful that Jesus came that we could be free. I'm thankful that he's sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession. I'm thankful that for Jesus that gave us the wherewith to be overcomers. He already set the path. He already gave the wherewith. Can I put it to you this way? He's no longer in the grave. He is resurrected from the dead. He is alive forevermore. And the Bible says he is Lord of all. Thank God he is Jesus is Lord. Kingdom power. He rules with that power. He rules with the authority that God gave to him. And he wants us to rule in that realm too. We are kings and priests in this realm. Thank God. Touch your neighbor says, uh, uh, look to Jesus. You may be seated. Let me put it to you this way. If you look to man, you'll be disappointed. Yes. If you look to this one and that one, you'll be disappointed. A lot of people get discouraged because they look at circumstances or look at people. They look at this or look at that. But the Bible says, and give us some clear distinction and direction and some things, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Aren't you glad we could look to one that overcame? the Lamb of God that was slain. I liked what John the Baptist said when he seen Jesus coming. Behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the things that 
keeps us bound in bondage. Thank God for the Lamb of God. But the Bible says in Revelation, he's no longer just the Lamb of God, but he is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's a lion roaring with authority. He's a lion roaring as a king. He's a lion roaring as the Lord, but not just a king and not just the Lord, but he is the king of kings and Lord of lords. Kingdom power has come to the church, has come to the believer, and kingdom power must be operated in the way God put it, looking unto Jesus, the king of kings and Lord of lords. That operates with kingdom power looking unto him. But also the scripture gives us some clear distinction. He's the author. How many knows what an author does? He writes, puts down things. And when you read what the author gives, you go into the realm of that author that is writing that. Jesus wrote in the word of God. Because the Bible says he is the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word of God. This is God himself speaking. Jesus was God himself in flesh and came and dwelt and showed us. His word is forever, ever, 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 ever. It's Never going away. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word is forever. That's where we can look to. That's how we can operate with kingdom principles. And I thank God we can do that. I thank God for the word of God. Because I lean upon the word of God. In other words, author means originator. He originated this. He's the one that wrote it. He's originator. So we look to him. There's a lot of people will take this and take things out of context. There's a lot of ministries preaching a lot of things that I call it phony baloney. Uh, they, they preach a lot of things and doctrine that is not part of the word of God, but it's part of man-made things. But when you get the purity of the word of God, when you get what God is really saying from this and you look to the originator, God will reveal what he has. That's the reason why we can operate in that kingdom power. That's the reason why we can operate with the way Jesus said, because he is the king of kings. Kingdom means uh, the king's domain. And when Jesus is ruler, that means that he has control. He has rule over. You know what? Cancer cannot not stand in the presence of the Almighty God. Amen. Health issues cannot stand in the presence of the Almighty God. Can I tell you what the Word of God says? He took those stripes that I might have my healing. Yes. Might? I have it. Yes. Let's jump into it just a little bit. I have my healing because He took those stripes. Because he took the beating. I have those things where I once was weak. Now I can be strong. Yes. He took those things upon his body and walked. And he said because of the joy that was set before him. And when he sat down on the right hand of God himself, he stepped into that authority. He stepped into that realm where we could speak into our situation. See, if we take his word and, and look to his word, uh, see, God is still the same God as he was yesterday. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. 
He's the same God today as he was yesterday. So if he can part the waters at the Red Sea and the Jordan, he can part my waters today. If he walked on the water, I believe he can walk on the water today. If he fed the 5,000 plus, I believe he can feed me. I believe he can take care of me. Tells Peter to go fishing. His occupation that he loved to do when he was around and he had his business. He said, go fishing. He said, the first fish that you get. Now, you got to understand, Peter was a net fisherman. And Jesus told him, go line fishing. So he cast the line out. He said, the first fish that you get, open his mouth and you will get some money. How many knows that God knows your money and that you need money? You need uh, provision. You need to know that your bills are going to be paid. God will take care of you. And he says, go pay my taxes and your taxes. There was enough in that. Now, Jesus knows what you have need of. Kingdom power means that God knows what you have need of. And with that kingdom power, with the author, the originator, he said that if you look to me as the author and finisher of your life, finisher means perfecter. He's perfecting us. When you finish something and you put it in, see, sometimes the finishing work is the hardest work because you're taking all the imperfections out. You're taking all those things that, Okay, it's not quite finished yet, but when you put it together and all of a sudden you, you put the trim in or you put uh, the last coat of paint on and, and all of a sudden you put the, the decorations up and you're looking back, wow, it's complete. That's what Jesus said. He says, you are going to be complete in me. You're going to be complete in the things I am doing in your life. I got to f- turn to this. As the Spirit is leading me to speak in these things, we must understand what he says. It says in Philippians, the work that he began in, began in me, he is more than able to complete it. Can I hear him? Amen. Amen. See, I have confidence in this. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, being confident in this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in me, say in me, me. scripture says in you, will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Thank God he knows how to complete some things. He ain't done with you yet, church, but he's getting you ready for some great and mighty things. The Bible says he's going to prepare a place for us. And that perfecter, that finisher, the one, and the Bible says, as we go back to Hebrews, Finisher of our faith. Faith is that believing aspect. Being fully persuaded what God said he would do, he will perform. When God said, see, that's operating in kingdom power. That's the reason why you can step out in faith when he speaks to you about something. Believing God will perform what he said. But the enemy comes along and he tries to get you discouraged, tries to get you to look at circumstances, tries to get you to look at people. But you need to look to the word, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher, the originator, the finisher. And he's began a good work and be confident he will complete it in me. 
He's not done with me yet. And if he's not done with me yet, there's still some things I got to do. That's operating in kingdom power. That's operating in what God's given us. And when we operated under King's domain, uh, Jesus' domain, how many knows that Jesus has authority? Not just authority, but the Bible says, let's read that. Matthew chapter 28. When he spoke before he went back to heaven, after he laid down his life, rose again, presenting himself to the Father, presenting himself as a sacrifice that we can enter into heaven, give us a right to move into the heavenly realm, give us a right to move into kingdom areas and principles. He said this, and he said, and he, when he came to him, he spoke to him saying, all authority, say all authority. All authority. That means 100% has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Notice the places where it's been given to him. In heaven where God abides, in heaven where the angels are, in heaven where there's no sickness, in heaven where there's no lack. But then he comes in and he says, and on earth. So when you trust the shepherd of, and you trust who he is and trust what he's doing, he says that I am the shepherd and I will lead you. He will take care of you. All authority has been given. You know what authority means? It's been given to Jesus. There's no limits. No limits. Touch your neighbor says no limits. Jesus said the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. That's having no limits on my life as a believer. As a Christian believer, as one that operates, this is not just in a church. This is something for you to grab a hold of. That's operating in kingdom power. Kingdom power means authority gives me power to operate where I need to. And Jesus said, all authority. And then he goes on and says, go. You know what that means? Live it. Be it. Be a witness to those. Be those that wants to know that there's a God that can help them. That's what Jesus said, operate in. You know what authority here means? Unconditional. There's no conditions to this authority. Aren't you glad for the no condition authority? In other words, that God doesn't have to require this to happen in order for this to happen. He speaks it and it happens. He can speak into your circumstance and situation and whatever you're facing, you're going through and look at you. Let me put it to you this way. Did he not create you? He knows your body. He knows your pains. He knows what you go through. He knows your mind. He knows when you get up, when you lay down, he knows you inside and out. And I truly believe he knows how to take care of you. That's the reason why when you look to him, you don't look to anybody else. You look to him first and foremost of everything that you're wanting. But everybody's looking to the resources that are not resources that's going to supply on a continual basis. Unconditional. That's what the Bible says of this authority. In other words, he's been given a power and the right See, power, power. And, right. and right. See, without the power, you can't operate. How many's ever had the power at your house go out? All of a sudden, no lights. 
You can't charge your cell phone. You walk around, especially at night, all of a sudden, if you're relying upon the power to wake you up because of the alarm clock, it's gone. All of a sudden, you wake up, you find out, where's the power at? You're late. But how many knows that all power in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus? And all the rights to do what needs to be done has been given to Jesus. There's no limits with Jesus. He's the author and the finisher. And the Bible says, look to him. Why do we look to others? <laughs> I want to get confirmation, so I'm going to go talk to this one. No, I need to hear from your opinion. You can go to so many people and get everybody's opinion. But the Bible teaches me, the Bible tells me to go to him. Because he knows everything. He owns everything. He is everything. So why not look to the one that has it all? And let it be settled on that regard. That's kingdom power. See, when you operate and go to the king, he has the wherewith to answer your need. But more than that, to sustain you, to to protect you, to maintain you. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. No, you're looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at the situation. You're looking and feeling the pain, but you need to look to the one that can take care of that. Let me shout just a minute. See, this authority also tells me it gives him a legal right to do what needs to be done. The Bible says it's been given to him. All authority has been given to him. Who gave it to him? God himself. The one that created everything. God says here. We've seen some aspects from the scripture. What Jesus did when he walked around, he transformed lives. But now he says, you are an extension. Go, live it, believe it, operate in it. Trust in me, saith the Lord. See what I will do, saith the Lord. If you will look to me, see, that's the author and the finisher perfecting my faith. Sometimes my faith goes to a test. How many ever had your faith tested before? Am I the only one who ever had faith tested? But my faith is not uh, really good until it's been tested. That's the reason why sometimes when you go through things, some, you, you know, there's so many people who are reactionary. But when you look to the word, I like what Brother Nathan said in Sunday school today. He says, we need to wait until the Lord says do it. But so many times says, well, the Lord is not answering my prayer, so I'm going to do it my way. There's a lot of people stepping into realms that they shouldn't be stepping into. And then all of a sudden they wonder why they're having problems. Because they're doing it themselves. But you wait on the Lord and see what he'll do. Because he's preparing. I gave, when we had a board meeting not too long ago, and we sat down, I, I give him something to think about. I says, we have a vision. That means what our vision is. Anybody know what our vision is here? To know Christ more and to make him known. To know Christ more and to make him known. So knowing the vision and having the vision, that's one aspect of it. But the other aspect of it, does the vision have you? 
Sometimes God has to take you through some things to let the vision become part of you. That's the reason why sometimes when you get the vision from God and you get what God says and you understand what he says, all of a sudden God's got to take you through a process, the finishing process, that when you wake up that you know that you know that everything's going to be all right because God's already spoke it. How many believes he's coming back? And he's coming back over what type of church? A glorious church without spots and without wrinkle. See, a glorious church means one that's been bright, that's all been lovely and glorious. They trust in the Lord, but without spot and without wrinkle. See, God's got to take you through a process. See, when you have wrinkles in your clothes, what do you do? You take it through a process of heat. You get the iron out. And sometimes God's got to iron some things out. But before he irons that, he's going to take you through a washing process. And he's got to put you through that washing process to get rid of a few spots. See, you got to get rid of the doubt. Got to get rid of the fear. Got to get rid of uh, not trusting. Got to get rid of those things that has been holding you back. And as he goes through that, and thank God for the blood of Jesus, because it washes every single one of us clean. See, when you come to the blood of Jesus, it's not like going through that uh, ring, that washer that will cleanse you, that will get you to that place that you become white as snow. And when the Father sees you, he no longer sees the, the, the bad things, no longer sees where you come from, but he sees the blood of Jesus that washes away every sin. And he sees you white as white can be. Thank God for that. Thank God for the reconciliation. Thank God for the atonement. Thank God that he done that. As I look to Jesus, he's the one that does it for me. I can't do it in myself. He's got to do the work. As I look to him, he will perfect it. That's where the process comes through. Right now, if he comes back for the church, he's going to have a handful that's going to go. I'm talking about worldwide. Because there's a lot of wrinkles and a lot of spots that needs to be gotten rid of. How many have ever been through the process? Jesus said that he's been given permission to act on behalf of the heavenlies, on our behalf. And so when you operate in that way and you go and you live it, you're operating in kingdom power, kingdom authority, kingdom living. And when you operate with kingdom living, then you know that you have authority as a believer. And when you know you have an authority as a believer, then you can operate differently. You can know that God's going to take care of every situation. Let me just put it this way. I'm preaching to me just like anybody else. Because sometimes if you don't watch it, your eyes will get off on the wrong thing. If you don't watch it, you'll hear the wrong thing. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear the word of God, take him at his word and see what he says and see what he wants you to do. Thank God for that.
Because the disciples, when Jesus got up and he calmed the waters and he calmed the, the waves and he calmed the winds that was blowing, they says, who is this that even the winds and waves uh, obey him? See, the word of God is plain. I like what the centurion said. Jesus, you speak because I am a man of authority and everything that is under me will do what I need to do. And Jesus, he looked at him, he says, and you have authority, in other words, so just speak the word and my servant will be healed. <laughs> Say this with me, speak Jesus. And he has, and he wants us to claim it and step into it. He is my healer. He is my deliverer. He is my Lord. He is all the one things that I need. I am that I am. That's what God's told Moses to go tell. And in seven different times in John, the gospel according to John, Jesus is portrayed as I am. I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am that I am, saith the Lord. And we must understand, he is the ruler. He is the authority. He is the one we must look to. Let me dig just a little bit of church. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Looking unto Jesus. I've been praying more. God, I want to look at your face more than anything else. I want to be in your presence more than anything else. Because that's what delivers. I like what Jesus said. This is the way it's going to happen. He says, I'm going to send back the Holy Spirit. And when I send back the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is going to come on you. And you shall receive power. What? Wait a minute. Where's the power come from? The Holy Ghost. Where'd the Holy Ghost come from? Jesus sent him back to us, sent him to us. And with that, the power comes from the Holy Spirit. That's kingdom power. When you connect and you get into that kingdom power, you can operate differently. You can believe differently. And he'll speak through you. He'll walk through you. He'll live through you. Walk in the spirit. You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You don't need the law at that point in time because now you're walking in the spirit. If you live in the spirit, you're going to obey the spirit to do what needs to be done. There's been many a times I've gotten up and God's prepared me. This is what's going to happen today. I've learned to listen to that voice. There's been times I missed it. Been times I said, God, uh, no, that's not you. And I get around and all of a sudden something comes back to my memory. See, I told you, you didn't prepare anymore. I said, God, what's going to happen today? I talk with him because I want to walk in this kingdom power. I want to walk in the kingdom authority he's given me. I want to be what God says to be. And as I do that, I find victory after victory after victory. Thank you, Lord. I find myself walking above and not below. I find myself moving higher instead of going down. Anybody get anything out of this? Kingdom power. Go to Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7. Daniel's one of my heroes. I love reading about Daniel. Verse 13. If he's there, say amen. amen. Verse 13. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, 
coming with clouds of heaven. And he came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion, say dominion. dominion. And it goes on and glory and a kingdom. Notice those three things that the scripture brings out. He was given dominion and glory and a kingdom. If you go to the verse before that, he says, Behold, one like the Son of Man, talking about Jesus himself, talking about the one of the ancient of days, talking about our Lord and Master, which Lord means Master, Controller. And he goes on and says these, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion, there's that word dominion again, is an everlasting dominion. What shall, which shall never pass away, and his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. The kingdom power that we're talking about and the way that we need to operate in this kingdom power is Jesus himself sitting on the right hand of the Father that has been given the authority that his kingdom is going to be forever and ever and ever. It's not going to be like an earthly kingdom because it's going to be ruled and run by Jesus himself. So the politicians have got to take a back seat. We see other things have got to take a back seat because when the king steps in, everything will be submitting unto him. How many knows that every knee and every tongue shall bow and confess that Jesus is what? Lord. He is Lord. He is the Lord of Lords. He is over the Lords. He's over the ones that claim to be masters. There's those that try to get authority that are trying to manipulate and try to put people under them. But when Jesus steps in, when Jesus moves in, notice what the Bible says, that he has been given dominion and glory and a kingdom. Thank God for the kingdom of Jesus. Because now it's operating through the church. Jesus told Peter, because upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And then he said, I give you the keys. Keys means authority. The keys have been passed to the church. Because the representation that Peter was, was not just a stone, uh, not just that, but he says, I give you authority to bind and to loose, to lay hands on and pray for the sick and they shall recover, that you can have power of agreement that anything that you touch, that when two come together and they agree upon those things, it shall come to pass. When the devil comes to you and tries to rule you, you need to cast him out. You need to use the word upon that booger. <laughs> when he comes knocking, you need to get rid of him. You need to say enough is enough. He's just nothing but a, like a roaring lion. That's all he is, like a roaring lion. You need to raise, uh, raise up with your authority and you need to say enough is enough. You are not welcome in my home. You're not welcome in my family. You're not welcome in my finances. You're not welcome anywhere. Amen. 
That's kingdom power. But it's more than just using a name. His name, Jesus, which is above every name. If that was the case, seven sons of Sceva would have just used his name and that was it. But Jesus gave his church, not those outside the church, but his church, you and I, we have the right to use his name. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. In the name of Jesus, uh, which is the author and the finisher of my faith, I rebuke sickness. In the name of Jesus, you don't have no right to come in my mind and bring discouragement, bring things downward, and let me look at this and hear this, but I'm looking to you, and you must go in the name of Jesus. And you need to start speaking the word over your life. He is the Lord, and this word is what you need to look to. Let me shout just a minute. He is Lord. Say, He's Lord. Notice what he gave the church to do. Well, pastor, I'm not an apostle. I'm not a preacher. The Bible says those that believe. If I believe, how many believers do we have in the house? That means you have a right. You have a right. As a pastor, my job is to get you equipped, get you ready to do the ministry which means to serve and to work and do what God says to do. And if you're not equipped, then it comes back to me. I don't want you on my hands. I want you equipped. I want you to go through your house. I want you to bind the enemy. How many knows we have a right to bind? And we have a right to loose. You know what I need to do? I need to loose kingdom power. I need to release what God's given me to do. The authority he's placed in my lap and say, I need to operate this way. Enough is enough. If something happens to your children and you know it and somebody's trying to harm them, you think you're going to sit, well, we'll just wait for that deliverance to come. No, you'd step in right away and you would grab a hold of what's trying to hinder your children. You beat that thing to a pulp. I know I would. You find my nine millimeter right by my side. Says I'm taking control. You know God's given us a nine millimeter, given us a forty-five, or whatever you call it. It's called the weapon of the sword of the spirit, and we need to start using this weapon over our situations. Say Jesus is Lord. Jesus. See that's what you're speaking over your situation. Jesus is Lord. That's kingdom power. That's operating in kingdom. Notice what Daniel seen. This was futuristic. But how many knows we're in the future of what Daniel seen? He says, I've seen one like the Son of Man. He was talking about Jesus. Coming with dominion. Say dominion. Dominion. That means rulership. That means ownership. That means that he has complete control. He's rule over. And there's nothing that can stop him. Nothing that can stop him. But sometimes, you, if you don't watch it, that little booger called doubt will come in. That thing that will brings fear in your life. Well, what, what if I speak it and it doesn't happen? You know what? When you release it in the very end, that's the reason why prayer is so important. 
You, know, you call a prayer meeting, you get a handful of people. They don't realize the power of prayer. Because when you release what God's given you in the realm of prayer, then you release what God says he needs to do in your life. How many is ready for God to do something in your life? <clears throat> release what you have and watch what God will do with what he has. Prayer is a releasing mechanism. He places a word in your life, but if you don't release it, if you don't speak it out, if you don't let it transform the situations, then it'll be the same. And then all of a sudden, it'll start dying on the vine. How many's ever put a garden out before? What happens if you don't pick the fruit at the right time? What happens if you don't pick the beans at the right time? It'll rot on the vine. It stinks. It looks terrible. And let me say this. The fruit that you bear is not for you to eat. The tree doesn't look. It says, leave my fruit alone. I pick up the apples. I pick up the pears. I pick up the peaches. And when I do that, I eat them. The fruit is for somebody else. Fruit is for God to, you got good fruit. You're producing some good stuff. Oh, it tastes pretty good too. See, it's not for you. Everybody seems to think the fruit that you have is just for me. No. The fruit is for others. And the result belongs to God. Aren't you glad God knows how to give results? Amen. It's by faith. The enemy just wants to come up and stir trouble. The enemy wants to do everything he can to try and keep your mind confused. God is not the author of confusion. God will never be the author of confusion. That's the trick of the enemy. And we know his tricks. We know. But when, if you don't know the word, if you don't get in the word, how can you speak what the word says over your situation? That's where you need to operate out of kingdom authority. But you need the spirit. See, some people just speak the word and they wonder why it's not bringing results. Allow the spirit of God to activate what is in heaven. Because what the Spirit of God is saying to you is what Jesus and the Father is saying to him. And when he comes and delivers what heaven is saying, you can say, thus saith the Lord. And speak over the situation. Speak over your family. Speak over everything. And once that's released, then God will bring forth the results. That's walking by faith. I hope you're getting something out of this. Because I want you to leave here as a powerhouse. I want you to leave here as someone that's got the power and you've been tuned into it. You've been plugged into it. And when you operate that away, you can step into areas you thought you never could. Because God's called us in these last days. The door's open right now for us to move and operate like we have never been able to operate in a long, long time. The door's been open for us right now. But how quickly can it shut? God's opened the door for us. It's time we move. It's time we go. But if you are not tuned in, if you're not putting God first, if you're not putting him where he needs to be, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall come to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. There's too many people that are seeking things and not the God that brings things. 
That's scripture. When you seek him first, he will bring things around. I've had people tell me in the last little bit, well, I'm struggling. You know what? In the last little bit, I've seen God just, it seemed like the blessings keep running me over. Every time I turn around, I'm walking, and all of a sudden, I'm getting hit. There's another blessing. It seemed like God just, there's another blessing. It will overtake you. Pretty soon you just rest. All right, God, it's overtaking me. I'm resting. That's resting in faith. That's entering into his rest. That's trusting in what he says. Knowing that he will deliver what he says he will deliver. Knowing that he will perform what he said he performed. He is the Lord of lords and King of kings. Amen. He is the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And he wants to be Lord over your life. Not 99 and a half, but 100%. 100%. Lime to the church and say what he'll do. Trust him. Trust him. And then you'll be operating in kingdom power. All the power that God gave Jesus. Heaven and in earth is us for us to tap into. But if we never tap into it, we never operate into it. We never trust him in everything you go through. I was telling Brother Nathan, because I've had people tell me, he says, because they're interested in maybe climbing the ladder or moving up the ladder or trying to move this way or that way, see how much money they can make. I says, one thing, I never am concerned about the money of a job. Because if God plants me, he'll prosper me. Too many times people are looking at the financial or looking out beyond what God says for you to do. And they wonder why the blessings are not happening. Wonder why they're not being fulfilled in their purpose that God's placed with you. I've had people get this high education. I've had people come to me. So I'm thinking about going and I, I know they're Christians. And I says, what does God say about it? What does God say about you doing something like that? And they'll try to justify it and try to analyze it and try to do this. Well, if I get this, I think maybe I can move up. I believe I can use that to bless the Lord. Did God want it? Does God desire that? Next thing you step into something that you thought was a blessing and all of a sudden you find yourself in a mess. And a lot of people are in a mess today because they're looking at the wrong thing. When the Bible says looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Get this in your spirit. I know I'm repeating it, but the Bible says looking unto Jesus. When you look to him, he'll lead you right. I like what Martha said because she noticed that I didn't notice that we was driving down the road on Center Street. And this one church down there, I can't remember the name of it. They have things out on the board. It says too many are following. Is it Christians or people? But Jesus said, follow me. We need to follow Jesus. And when you do that, you don't look at what's around you. You look at what Jesus is doing. And see what he'll do. And in this community, we need people to operate in kingdom of power. If you can't see what's happening, those demons are having a heyday. With so many lives. But I'm here declaring to you right now that the kingdom that Satan is running is on notice that there is a church, there is a group of people that is operating in kingdom power. 
And that kingdom is going, going to go away because it's God's kingdom. And what the enemy is knowing, he's on the run. He is trying to serve everything he can up. But thank God that he's given us the power to be overcomers. Thank God he is the Lord. Thank God as we look to him, he'll take us through. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Stand to your feet if you would, please.